You are listening to Finding My Way, a podcast where we interview students and faculty of various disciplines to help prospective students learn more about the fields that they are interested in. Today, we'll be covering the Bachelor of Science in Mechanical Engineering offered through the Viterbi School of Engineering. Here to talk to us a bit more about it, all the way from Batavia, Illinois, is rising junior at USC, Mr. Pono Casey. Pono, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Are you kidding me? We're so lucky. For everybody who's listening at home, Pono is an incredibly busy boy. He is working at an internship in Pittsburgh for Argo AI, an autonomous driving technology company. So he's working all hours of the day, and we are very lucky to have him here to try to shed some light on what mechanical engineering is to someone like me who doesn't know that much about it. And I think the perfect place for us to start is at the very beginning. There are so many different fields that you can go into in engineering, so many different subjects. Why mechanical? What really drew you to that? Um, so I did robotics all throughout high school and middle school. So, And I always really liked the design aspect of it, creating the different types of actuators and lifts that go into building on it building an entire robot. And then also just, I really liked the application of math and physics into problems where you can quantifiably see something actually moving. So being able to apply, say, like Newton's laws, like especially F equals MA, like that's a standard type of thing, into like an arm where you're turning something that starts at 18 inches into something that can be just as tall as me around six feet. So you like the idea that it dealt with actual movement as a part, as opposed to anything else. Mm-hmm. It's okay. something that you can physically see for the most part. Like, I mean, it, depending on where you are in mechanical engineering, it is such a broad field. Mm-hmm. Like that's just dynamics and like, and just regular forces. There's so much more, including thermodynamics, um, just uh, bring with like fluid dynamics where you're act- like, you're just studying the motion of flu- of water and air and any type of liquid or gas where it's just so broad. Then that's why I also really like it because you can do almost anything you want with it. Hmm. And you said that you did robotics back in high school, was it? Mm-hmm. Was that where you kind of realized this was something you're really interested in? And is that where the passion kind of developed into mechanical engineering? Definitely. Uh, my robotics mentor actually went to USC for mechanical engineering too. So she was the big reason and why I ended up going into mechanical engineering at USC. Really? What did she say about it that set the USC Viterbi School of Engineering apart from so many other colleges out there? It's a, It makes it, a, it's a big school, but also a small school at the same time. So you're never feeling like you're in a classroom that you're just going to be drowned out. All the lecture halls, at all the classes I've been in have been around 30 or 40 students. And the professors are so willing to help you out with anything that you need. All you need to do is just go up to them either after class, uh, just during office hours, or even during class. You can just ask questions and they'll be happy to answer it, no matter how off topic it can get. Hmm. And do you feel like, are you able to actually create your own projects with these uh, of anything you want to create? Or is it more so just focus on the actual work that the, uh, the professors are giving you the projects that they're telling you to do? Most definitely. You can do anything that you like. You can do any projects like class related or non-class related. Hmm. I know a couple of people that uh, just design 3D printed stuff on their own all the time. There's a 3D4E, which is the 3D printing club for USC, where you can literally just uh, join the club and you get to use the 3D printers at USC for free and just design anything you want out of them. That's crazy that something <laughs> as expensive as 3D printers is just there for a club <laughs> for people to use. What is the club actually like? You guys like screw around a little bit and make fun things or is it all very serious? 
Um, I'm personally not in the club. I just know of it. But yeah, it, I've heard people make just things like the kind of the dolphins that you can just wobble around up to uh, someone who actually designed their own laser harp and laser, uses a 3D like, printer. Like an actual harp or a laser harp? A harp that instead of strings, you have lasers that go down when you put your finger in between the laser to cancel out, to stop the light from reaching the sensor at the bottom of it, played a specific note. That's incredible. What? <laughs> this is blowing my mind. It's amazing what you can do with just a 3D printer and, and just some science. Wow. Are there any classes out here that actually teach you how to do these things or is it just Suga Club? Um, so yeah, that's a, like a combination of a bunch of things. So you have uh, just your regular physics classes where you can just learn about uh, just mechanics, thermodynamics, uh, and then going into electric electricity and magnetism and all the way up to optics and modern physics. Mm-hmm. Then for that, you'd also want to learn how to do struct- like statics and structures where you can build a structure that's going to like stand without like being without breaking just due to like no forces acting on it. And then you also have, um, what is it? You have Mechatronics, which teaches you about the integration of mechanical, optical, and electrical systems all into one. Hmm. So USD properly te- like gets you ready for all these classes. And if there's anything that you want to learn, just ask the professors and they're happy to start teaching you about it. That's incredible. And you said thermodynamics a couple of times. Would you mind explaining a little bit about what thermodynamics really is? That's a tough one, honestly. Is it? <laughs> yeah, thermodynamics is uh, very broad. It's kind of it's based in a broad term. It's the study of energy. Okay. Like it, just going off of what Google says, it's the study of relations between heat, work, temperature, and energy. So, give your like regular internal combustion engine. You have air being uh, compressed into something. So, and then you have it being combined with an oil heated up and exploded and that's what actually makes your cars actually run wow and then also with that's also what makes jet engines go and your rocket ships go into space it's all thermodynamics huh. and for somebody who's listening that might be in high school thinks that they're going to be interested in it would classes like normal physics kind of prepare you well enough to go into that next step of doing thermo in college or would you suggest something extra out there the regular high school classes will teach you enough in order to start understanding it. Although you'll probably need to, I believe the prerequisite for thermodynamics is taking Calc 3, which mm-hmm. is just vector calculus. But otherwise, yeah, like it's going to be a hard turn into thermo. It's a pretty hard class, but otherwise, like you don't need other much else other than just a standards physics class and some math in order to do it. Because the way I teach the intro at UIC, it's very conceptual and very kind of you can learn it just by looking at it hmm. so is it more formula based and uh like as you said calculus based as opposed to more physics it's a little bit of both so it's very formulaic in a sense but you have to know where those formulas come from and how to get them because okay. there's a bunch of different formulas that apply into thermodynamics hmm. and it, you have to know the math on how to solve them, but you also have to know the physics on how to get those formulas in the first place. Okay. Now, I was say, if you have a, say, like a refrigerator system, you don't want to be using a formula that would apply to a jet engine for it. You have to know which context and which type of variables you need in both 
in both scenarios. And is that a general trend in the mechanical engineering major where it's very heavy on physics, math, understanding those formulas, or does it also touch on other uh, disciplines? Definitely. It's very heavy in the math and physics aspect of it. Um, you get a little into computer science, but not very much within the just the typical USC mechanical engineering degree. Hmm. So in difference to where high school physics is very like you're solving problems with just given numbers and you're just given a formula sheet and you're told, all right, this formula applies to this situation. This formula applies to this situation. Just figure out which number correlates to which variable and just go from there. All you're doing is solving invariables in here. They don't really give you a lot of numbers. So you're ha- you actually have to know the physics on what actually goes into these math problems. So do you actually get to relate these math problems to the real world significances and seeing how they are directly related to these problems? Yeah. So in my AME 201 statics class, which is the study of rigid bodies, basically when the sum of the forces equals zero, the final project is creating a static structure and then using math to solve what type of forces are being applied to it, how it's staying, how it's not moving, and what other forces could be applied to it before it breaks. Hmm. So my team, we built uh, about, I'd probably say a foot, uh, no, not foot long, sorry. Uh, About an eight inch popsicle stick with beam using a thrust system. And we were able to hold up about 16 Newtons of force at the end of it due to just solving with math. We were like, all right, we want something that's gonna be 15, like uh, eight inches long. And we want to see what the max force is that we can apply at the end without having the other end break. Huh. So it sounds like the classes are very hands-on in a way where you actually get to play with all the fun machinery and actually see these theories and uh, laws in action then. Mm -hmm. Definitely. It it depends on the class as well. Some of the classes are more lab-based and some of them are very lecture-heavy. Okay. So say like your classical dynamics class, it was very lecture-heavy and it was just a lot of, all right, here's your homework, solve the like they give you a picture of a system and they say, okay, solve for the forces in the system hmm. versus something like mechatronics, which is an entirely lab-based class where the lectures are basically just teaching you how to perform the lab. And as far as the other classes go, or do you have any discussion-based classes as well out there where maybe you guys try to disprove each other's ideas about maybe if something would work or not? I haven't had too many of them, to be honest. Okay. Uh, they are probably out there. I just don't know of them. Hmm. That's fair. How about the actual work? Because everybody <laughs> who doesn't know, Pono and me like to study together when the school year comes around. And this man works harder than anybody I know. Any time of night you see him, he's got his headphones on, working <laughs> on some incredibly complicated looking problem. Why don't you shed some light into what the actual workload is like? Yeah, so it's definitely a heavy workload. I mean, as you like mechanical engineering and just engineering in general is one of the, I guess, one of the, you could call it the hardest made, one of the hardest majors out there, or it's at least one of the ones with the most workloads. Hmm. It definitely requires a lot of work. I'd probably say you're doing at least two to three hours of homework for each class, at least. Um, so, yeah, I think as long as you actually do the homework, though, it, you're, pretty good, much good on the exams and the test because all the exams and the quizzes and any type of stuff like that is very directly correlated to the homework exams or the homework assignments. Okay. Like, so what is like, in, oh, sorry. No, no. Like what does the typical day look like then? 
like in this major when you wake up by the time you go to bed managing a social life like what does the whole day really look like for you well you start with a coffee that's first off (laughs) (laughs) need a little caffeine boost huh of course no but it's usually starting out with that then you go to classes for a good amount of the day the um, at least four to five hours a day depending on your schedule and then i try to finish my homework by seven so i can have at least the social life in the night but that the way the weekdays work it's usually do homework as much as you can monday through thursday this week and have a social life friday saturday through sunday mm. so you might not be going out a bunch of the nights on monday through thursday but friday and friday through sunday if you can get your stuff done it's still you can still have a life and are you still able to maybe join other clubs or social groups on campus definitely yeah i'm a part of the professional engineering fraternity which is also a really big help in the homework that i get but also i was part of a couple of different design teams as well so you definitely have a lot a lot of time at your at your hands if you have good time management skills which you will learn being in this major okay and what is the engineering fraternity really like for you and what's the name of it uh, the name of it is Theta Tau. Okay. So it's about 60 people. Uh, it's a really good kind of just brotherhood of uh, both men and female. It's, it's a co-ed fraternity. And it's really there as a support group for you, but also as just a social group as well. So you have a bunch of people that you know in class. You can talk to anybody that, like, talk to anybody that you want across majors, kind of learn what they're doing, get a little bit more skills. And just have a good network of people to lean on when you need to. Say, so I've done so many homework assignments and like a lot of take-home quizzes with these people when it's allowed. And it's it's just amazing to have because I don't think I'd be doing as well in the major as I am without that group. Hmm. It's really important. Uh, we had another guest over here, George Michael, telling us a little bit about bio the other day. And his biggest advice was form a community around yourself where people around you are doing the same work as you and they're, you guys are all kind of struggling together. So it sounds like this fraternity is something that really helps because everybody's going through the same hardships. You guys are all engineers. You're kind of coming across like most of the same classes and everything. So to be able to have those people around you that can support you, can help you tutor everything sounds incredible. Definitely. Yeah. And especially with this major too, the way that a lot of the homework assignments are, they can be done in multiple different ways Mm. and everyone has their own idea on how it can be solved. And from there, it's just working together and it just create, it makes everything so much more easy. What's that like having a problem that you have like multiple different ways of doing it instead of most classes where just like there's one cutthroat way to get it done. It can be a little annoying at times. I'll say that, but Mm. I think it's really cool because it means that it's not completely formulaic. There is multiple ways to go about it. And it's just one, like one, one person may think one way, another person may think another way, but they can both get the same solution, which Mm -hmm. I find really nice, really cool. For sure. Yeah. So now that you are entering the second half of your college experience, you are on the way out now. Do you feel like there were any misconceptions that you had about the degree that now you can look back at and you're like, oh, wow, this really wasn't how I thought this part would be, or this was so much better than I thought it would be? Ooh, that's a good question. I def- one, of the big con- one of the big things about mechanical engineering a lot of people think of immediately is cars. Mm. And I will say it's a lot bigger than just the automotive industry. You can go into so many different industries that I didn't even realize because I thought it was basically 
just okay it's just the physics and just just physics of motion and all you're doing is just solving problems that are like okay what can make um what can make uh like a robot lift a water model or something like that but it's just so much more than that it teaches you just general problem solving skills you can go into any type of industry with this like say you can go to automotive you can go to aerospace you can even go into business if you wanted to and are those the main industries people go into like what is the common job to get with this degree if people mostly get degree uh, if people mostly go to jobs straight after this degree or do they normally get some higher level like a master's or phd before they start working so that's really dependent on the industry that you go into a lot of a lot of the mechanical engineering majors that graduate with the bachelors usually just go straight into the industry just because that's enough to get you into most jobs that you want the only ones that really require that really want you to have a master's are going to be stuff like going into rockets, like with uh, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory at NASA, or something very complicated in the aerospace industry, or even in like maybe a robotics field where some of the classes that are on control theory only go into master's programs. What about for you? What do you feel like your little trend is going to take you? I don't know, to be honest. I'm still figuring that out. Um, Ideally, it would either be something in the aerospace or the robotics industry, just because I feel really close to both of those. Hmm. What is it about robotics that it's just like it works for you? It's just I feel it's the diversity that it gives you because you need to know so many different things. But at the same time, it like it's it's very satisfying because you get to put all this work into something that's very tangible to see. Like I'm working at Argo AR right now. It's and that's technically a robot because it is something that you are programming, putting a program into, and then having it drive a car without mm -hmm. an actual like driver in it. That's really cool to me, and seeing that being tangible. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I could. It's just a really big passion of mine. I really love it. And where do you think the field is going to be in 20 years from now, if we can even think of that? The autonomous vehicle industry. Just everything, everything about mechanical engineering. What do you think it's going to be like 20 years from now? Do you think we're still going to have cars? Do you think they'll be flying? What do you think is going to happen at that <laughs> point? <laughs> I don't think we're going to be at the point where we have flying cars just due to the trend that the, that at least like regular like infrastructure is taking because that takes a lot of infrastructure to move away from just regular cars to like flying cars. Mm -hmm. But I do see it being a lot more advanced. There's probably going to be a lot more automation. And I feel like, we're going to be going more to a type of system where it's making the driver not have to do as much, if anything at all. And not even just in terms of like a computer science or an AI type of thing, like developing systems where all you have to do is just touch something and it'll break immediately if you're in that situation. I feel like we'll, we will be on Mars pretty soon though. Do yeah. at least that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if you're the, one of the front runners out there creating it, why not? That's an exciting field to be in. I'd be very happy to. <laughs> yeah. Is that where you'd actually want to go into? I know you said that your path is your own. You're trying to find that out. You're going to go straight into the working industry. But do you know if you want to work in something with AI, something with JPL, NASA, or still nothing yet? Figuring it all out. Finding I'm your still way. figuring it all out. <laughs> yeah, I'm still finding my way. Uh -huh. but <laughs> I'd say kind of what I've been leaning towards is doing something related to robotics but within a company that has aerospace um aerospace background hmm. so like creating rovers for something like spacex or nasa or boeing would be really cool to me that would be insane 
That would actually be insane. It would be amazing. Yeah, that's incredible. That's something that only a hand, not a handful, but like a very limited amount of people are one smart enough and two capable of doing. And if you can be one of them, why not? Exactly. Yeah. So these jobs are incredible, but I think it's also important to address the path of you getting there. So what are some of the lowlights right now of mechanical engineering? What are things that you think the entire field can improve on or even the school? I definitely say the way in which they're teaching it in some way could be a little bit better just because with some of the classes, it's very dependent on the pre- on the professor you have. If you get a good one, you're going to do great. But if you don't, it's really hard to self-teach yourself some of these concepts. But it, in the end, it's just trying to grit your way through it. And um, and from there, just you have to be really good at problem solving for that. And I don't feel like they do enough to teach that. Hmm. Just in, in general, like throughout the entirety of it, that's why you have to go to or become something like a design team or something like 3d for e where you're applying it on your own this way you're kind of getting more of that real world experience rather than just the class experience i think i'm a little bit unfamiliar about those so you said design team and what was it the second one or just like the general like 3d for e clubs where you're just making your own like yeah. stuff out of three like 3d printed plastic okay so it's like you have to put in the extra work at the end of class to make sure that you're really understanding it and sometimes being in the classroom and learning it isn't enough you have to actually apply it to your own studies definitely like you can learn as much as you want about like uh mechanical system just from a class but if you can't actually apply that into the real world like it's basically useless knowledge all you can do is basically like oh yeah no i know how to solve that problem in math but like not everything is a per- is a perfect ideal system. You're going to have to learn how to deal with stuff that's not exactly 100% efficient. Hmm. And what kind of people do you think are capable of actually making it out of this degree, doing well and landing a good job at the end of the day? I'd say you have to be very patient and you have to be really good at thinking outside of the box, which this major does help teach you a little bit. It's basically everything that this major teaches you is about problem solving in essence. So that's what it's, it, you're going to really strive for this. If you're in a, if you're okay with doing problem solving and if you're okay with not every answer being given to you. Mm. So like you have to be willing to suffer a little bit, but if it's something you that you love, a little bit, but it's, it really pays off in the end. Okay. And if you can look back at, no, no, no. If you can look back at your whole experience and everything that you've had of this major, has your opinion, your view on the field changed as well? I feel like I came into the major knowing what exactly I wanted to do. I knew I, I said that I wanted to go straight into the aerospace industry and that I was just going to work on planes. Now, though, after learning about everything that I have, like I, I don't know what I want to do anymore. I'm I'm still figuring that out. It's finding I'm still finding my way. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fair though. Do you think do you wish there were like what do you think you could do to improve on that? Do you think if maybe there were more workshops, fairs, anything like that where you can meet up with these different companies of all sorts of different fields that they're in and maybe talk to them more? Like what do you think could help really narrow it down? I feel the best way is to actually just either join design teams or do some or try to research stuff within that field itself, see what the work is like, see what they're doing day to day, 
And then from there, you'll figure out if you like it or not. Like, that's kind of what I figured out so far. Like, I thought I was going to really like uh, thermodynamics and rockets. But after kind of looking at it and how very math heavy it is, I'm not sure if I want to do something in thermodynamics. But I've also started getting more into stuff like structures as well. Like, I didn't think I'd like bridges as much as as much as I do, but it's actually a really cool concept, especially Mm -hmm. with just like mixed composite. And try and making a new material out of stuff out of just like two regular materials to make something stronger. Mm. And what advice would you give to somebody who say it's baby Pono, it's little Pono in high school <laughs> in that robotics class, unsure about what he's going to do, but he doesn't have that mentor in the robotics lab telling him, "Hey, go to USC. This is what's going to happen. This these are the programs that are going to be great." What kind of advice would you give to somebody out there who? They know that this is what they want to do. They love robotics. They love engineering, but they don't know how to get to that next step. And they're scared of it. They're scared of all the math. They're scared. What kind of advice would you give them to get over all that? Stop being scared of the math. (laughs) (laughs) It's good, especially if you're in mechanical engineering. It's it's just something that you're going to have to get used to. But in general, honestly, it's just kind of embrace everything. Be like, look into everything with an open mind. And just do a bunch of research because you end up figuring out what you'd like based off of um, if based off of actually doing it. If you tr- if you try stuff, it's better to try something and say, "Oh, I didn't like that." Trying to move on, time to move on to something else, rather than saying, "Oh, I never tried it. I'm not sure if I'm not sure if I would like it or not." Good advice. So I- yeah, very wise advice. Hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Pono. I feel like this was. It was really nice learning about mechanical engineering. And I think there are definitely a lot of people out there who are going to take a look at this and be like, this is a field for me or screw the math. I cannot do this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been great being here. Thank you for inviting me on.